This is Point of View with Chris Berg. Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Stay with us. Coming up later in the show, how important to you is your privacy? And how do you feel about the North Dakota Department of Health making outbound phone calls to ask you about your immunization status? Senator Nicole Pullman is going to join us to talk more about that. I want to remind you, I'm on radio all week. We're on AM 1100, the flag here in the eastern part of North Dakota, western Minnesota, and then western North Dakota. Are you confused yet? Western North Dakota. I'm on KTGO 1090 from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. I wanted to share that with you so you can join us throughout the day, call into the show, and of course, share your point of view with us. Another fantastic show there today. We had a chance to sit down and visit with uh, Dr. Scott Jensen. He is running for governor for the great state of Minnesota. Also, Senator John Hoven joined us. Here's a little bit of my conversation with Dr. Scott Jensen. But the fact of the matter is we're not having productive discussions because we've got leaders that are pandering politically with rhetoric. And I think when you talk about defunding police in order to satisfy a group, you're ignoring another group. I've been spending a lot of time in North Minneapolis, Northeast Minneapolis. I stopped in at the second precinct building. I'm in meeting with uh, leaders and minorities. And what I'm hearing is that from a people perspective, People in North Minneapolis, Northeast Minneapolis, urban St. Paul want the same things that my wife and I want in Chaska, what I wanted in Sleepy Eye. We want to be able to be on our streets without ricocheting bullets. We don't want children playing and getting hit by bullets. We don't want to see this kind of, if you will, 200% increase in shootings, homicides, and, and if you will, crimes that simply are not going yeah. apprehended. And so we've got literally criminals running rampant and families like you and I, Chris, absolutely devastated. So it starts with beefing up our police force and making it clear that we've got to stop the violence, which means we've got to respect the work that the police officers do. Thank you so much to Dr. Jensen. He spent an hour with us today taking phone calls from people. So very, very informative time there uh, with Dr. Jensen. We now call him Dr. J. Remember the old Dr. J, the finger rolls? Yeah, Dr. J, that Dr. J. Julius Irving. I mean, Dr. J, poetry in motion. Um, also, we had a chance to visit with Senator John Hoven. Here is that conversation. I guess we'll jump right in because we've got you just for a limited amount of time. But I do want to ask you this. You had the Space Development Agency Director in North Dakota on Friday talking about a new mission in Grand Forks. Um, what, what is happening there, sir? Yeah, super, super good, exciting stuff. Once again, North Dakota right in the middle of, uh, you know, where the puck is going, so to speak. This low Earth orbit satellite mission is awesome because we're putting up uh, a lot. Uh, I'm not even sure if the number's classified or not, but we're putting up a lot of these new satellites. They're not the huge expensive type we used to use before that cost in the billions, these range in sizes, they're, they're more in the millions, but we're gonna be one of the control centers along with Redstone, Alabama for these new low earth orbit satellites. And there's gonna be a lot of them and it's critical that we keep moving on this. I'm working very hard to fund it because we need to stay ahead of the Chinese and the Russians. Uh, we need to be ahead of our adversaries. This is the new technology. Step one is that communications mission. But then remember, we have the ISR mission, the Intelligence Reconnaissance and Surveillance Mission, uh, particularly in the unmanned area, 
And so then that grant that we announced actually is General Atomics linking those satellites to our ISR assets. So to both manned and unmanned aircraft. So it's not only this communications from ground to satellite, satellite to satellite, then it's satellite to ISR, and you have to have all this stuff coordinated globally. And so instead of using radio waves now, what they're developing, they're working to develop this in Grand Forks is lasers. So the communication from satellite to satellite, satellite to ground, satellite to ISR will be lasers, which of course is instantaneous. So it's much harder for adversaries to disrupt or even detect, which of course maintains our ability to operate globally, uh, you know, not only for military, and commercial applications, but also for covert applications. And it's not just Grand Forks Air Force Base and Grand Sky Tech Park this time of year. We also had uh, Tanir, who is the director of the Space Development Agency down at our Air Guard in Fargo, and I'm working very hard to tie them in as well because they both fly the, uh, the Reaper, but they also do targeting and so forth uh, for a whole range of people that I, that, you know, I can't necessarily talk about. So, uh, they have a real role to play too. And I gotta say, uh, our guys are, they're just doing incredible things. I mean, what our guard does in Fargo, it's just, they're off the hook. They're, they're just doing amazing stuff. And of course our, uh, air force and, and the whole, uh, uh, tech park. So, you know, we really are, you know, we, we've been at this for 15 years and, and we really are in the vanguard of where this technology is going. And, and it really is a, it's a global, uh, you know, it's global in, in satellites and ISR and, and it involves uh, so many different facets of the military and commercial aviation and, and aerospace. Hey, Senator, this is for me. Sorry about the long answer, but sorry about the long answer, a lot going on. That's, no, that's great. We appreciate it. What does ISR stand for, sir? Intelligence, reconnaissance, and surveillance. So Got we it. have all kinds of assets, manned, unmanned, aerospace, aviation, uh, covert, military, all those kind of things, but it's how we maintain you know, surveillance awareness globally, whether we do it from space with satellites, or as you know, uh, our Grand Forks wing is a big part of the global hawk, which has global reach. And then we have a lot of other assets too in that in that area, but that's where we're really in the Grand Forks operation leading. And of course at Minot, they're leading in the nuclear mission. It's incredible, Senator, as I'm talking to you, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this out loud, but. All I can hear in my brain is in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. We look, and it, it does, it involves, the, it's the military, but it's the commercial too. For example, General Atomics, which is in Grand Sky Technology Park, they're not only making the latest, greatest uh, MQ-9, which is the Reaper, Predator, unmanned aircraft. They're also making satellites, different sizes of satellites. They're putting up two satellites, two of these new types of satellites. They're putting up two in June. And they've all also showed me what they do underwater. They have amazing equipment, you know, underwater. And just to give you a little flavor of that, you know, the USS North Dakota submarine, for example, they not only are a fast uh, Virginia class fast attack submarine, but they also will uh, take, you know, seals and so forth uh, on various kind of missions and so forth as well. So. It's, it's really exciting the way we're tying into all these things that are happening in the, in the military and the technology world. And that just creates great jobs, great opportunities for our young people, which is one of the reasons they're coming to North Dakota, because we have these you know, highly educated, great yeah. young people. And it creates a lot of nexus for what they're doing at both UND and NDSU too, as well. 
Hey, Senator, I've got you for about two more minutes, and I've got a couple questions that we can just do kind of rapid fire. So you're talking here, talking about lasers, you know, space agency director. I've got to ask you because there's a report coming out next week. 60 Minutes just did a piece about pilots seeing UFOs. Does Senator John Hoven believe in UFOs and extraterrestrial beings? So there are things that, you know, there are things that, that our radars and so forth pick up that are flying around. We have assets, our adversaries have assets that, you know, in some cases that, that may be something they see and so forth. We'll see what they put out in the report in terms of, you know, classified versus unclassified in regard to that. If you're asking me about, you know, beings from another galaxy, I don't yeah. I don't have anything there to tell you. I don't I don't know anything about that. But obviously, in our world, uh, both what we do and what our adversaries do, you know, there are things that people pick up sometimes and may think is a UFO. It's going to be fascinating. I can't wait to chat with you after this report comes out to see if uh, they sort of confirm. And it sounds like there's people that are confirming that they that at least they don't know where they're from. Like if they're saying, hey, look, if this is from China, boy, we are so far behind. Um, it's pretty sad. And, and that's why they presume it's not from other nations. Other question, your colleague, Senator Rand Paul, did an interview yesterday that I want to know from you because I think people are. We're just concerned about what's going on. He suggests that Dr. Anthony Fauci should be fired. Do You concur with Senator Paul? You know, I, I, I'm going to be careful about that in that I think we've got to make sure we're getting all the information that we can in terms of the, the COVID-19 virus, where it came from, how it happened, need to take steps to make sure that it never happens again. Um, ultimately, uh, you know, it, it's up to the administration to make a decision uh, in regard to Dr. Fauci and others, but let's make sure who whoever is in there, that we get to the bottom of what happened and that we uh, do everything we can to prevent it from happening again. And the other thing I would add is let, let's let's trust our people, too. You you know, I'm a big believer, you know, in individual freedoms and individual rights. And, and uh, you know, the vaccines out there now, I think we need to really get our economy opened up and going and, uh, you know, trust our businesses and trust our people. Based on the information that you've seen, and you and I have actually been talking about this now for probably a year do you believe or think that the virus came from the lab or did, did it come from nature? You know, right now, I mean, number one, I don't know, Chris. I honestly don't know. And I think we do need to find out. And I think it's possible it came from the lab. And so I think we need to continue to get to the bottom of it. And again, it's not just so we know what happened, but so we prevent it from happening in the future, right? Exactly. Senator, this shows about our callers and obviously your constituents. I've got literally a minute left. Are you okay if we just take a quick question from a caller? Sure. Uh, Nate, we've got literally 30 seconds for your question, sir. If you want to give the senator a chance, Nate, what do you have? I'll tighten it up. Thank you, Chris. Uh, good afternoon, Senator. I was just wondering, we hear an awful lot about infrastructure and how you guys need more money from the taxpayer for infrastructure. Um, for those who are weary of that, doesn't the federal and state gas tax take care of state and uh, the country's infrastructure? Thank you so much. Nate, thank you. we got 30 seconds, Senator. Yes, thank you for your call. I agree with you. You're right. Also, electrical vehicles should pay in. We should not be raising taxes, and we're spending too much money. So uh, we need to get the size and scope of the federal government under control. We need to we need to get our debt and deficit under control. Yes, fund infrastructure, but as you say, with the highway fund, include electrical vehicles. Do not raise taxes and have a targeted package. Well, you guys were, were professionals there. Nate got it in fast. You got it in fast, Senator. Thank you so much. We appreciate the time and the insight. Keep up the great work. 
Thanks, Chris. Good to be with you. Thanks so much to Senator Hoven for joining us today. Tomorrow on the radio show in the 11 o'clock hour, uh, Senator Kevin Kramer will join us. So be sure and join us for that. Again, AM 1100, the flag and KTGO 1090 out in Western North Dakota. Um, stay with us. Senator Nicole Pullman is going to talk about uh, her thoughts on why is the North Dakota Department of Health making outbound phone calls asking people about their immunization status with COVID-19. Also, please share your point of view with us. Very easy to do. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.